Hello everyone and welcome back to Ford's Feelings Emotions Presents The Big One. On today's episode, Marvel. We're going to be ranking Marvel movies. Yay! Because this is the 10th episode of TBO. Is it? Pretty sure. I may be counting wrong, but I'm pretty sure we're up to 10. Ah, cool. Well, since we split it at least. Um, anyway, starting with the first of the Marvel movies. Man, it's Iron. That was just dumb. Well, I'm glad to have you on board, Dan. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Iron Man 1, or just Iron Man, because it was the first. The one that kicked yeah. it off. 10. Um, and just let you know, we're doing the same thing we did before. Oh, we've got a spreadsheet up for all the rankings. Um, it's going to be out of 10, but with decimal points, because the system doesn't work for answers that are the same. 10. Uh, yeah, I knew it was going to be a 10 straight away. I should have just filled it in straight away. 10. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a 10. It, it's not a 10. It is. The, it's not it a, is 10. a ten. The best Marvel movie. So Iron ever. Man, summarize Iron Man. I might as well. Okay. Man. Cave, rich, doesn't die in a cave, comes out of cave, builds suit, doesn't build a suit for evil, builds a suit for good. Uh, bad guy, bald, has a beard, Jeff Bridges. Correct. Tony Stark. Uh, party, weapons, Iron Man suit. Um, beats up other man in Iron Man suit. Uh, big explosion. And kisses the girl. That no, has doesn't to be. Kiss the girl. Doesn't kiss the girl. That has to be one of the worst summarizations I think I've ever heard in my life. No, that's one of the best. Gives you all terrible. the plot points. Gives you all the plot. Uh, no, it's basically Iron Man is a rich douchebag billionaire who gets stuck in a cave because he gets kidnapped. Turns out that the person's kidnapping him is the Ten Rings. The Ten Rings are hired by Jeff Bridges' um, Obadiah Stane. Obadiah Stane hits, puts the hit out on Tony because he wants to take control of Tony's company because Tony was the rightful heir and Obadiah was there before Tony and is jealous and douchebag and hates Iron Man. Uh, then Tony gets out of the cave by building an Iron Man suit by the help with the help of a man called Yinsen. And then he does a lot of partying and shooting up and building Iron Man suits and then shoots down a terrorist organization. Then gets back. Obadiah Stane takes his arc reactor out of his chest, puts in a big old Iron Man suit that is based off the original design of Iron Man, and then uh, they fight. I know. And then, congratulations. I know things. And then, <laughs> I drink and then things. you wanted me to do this. You said my other explanation was shit. And then big battle on the roof, and then boom. End of the movie, and he reveals that he's Iron Man with the classic line, I am Iron Man. Replicated in Endgame. Boom. Okay. Glad we glad we recapped that movie. It's a ten. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm going to give it a ten. I'm not as much in love with this film Blasphemy. as you are. Blasphemy. It's a ten. I think it's actually was the first Marvel film I saw. I'm pretty sure. See, I watched Iron Man two before I watched Iron Man. Psycho. I'm happy. Well, it was the only one that was on TV at the time was Iron Man two, and then Iron Man came out after on TV, and I was like, why is this the way it came out? <laughs> Fair enough. And um, then I've watched it a billion times since. I think I give it a seven. Nope, you give it a ten. No, I'm giving it a seven. We're giving it a ten. I'm giving it a seven. Ten. Seven. There, it's ten out of ten. Seven. Ten. I will compromise and go seven point one. You will go seven point ten. Ten ten. Ten. It's ten, seven. Ten. It's a ten. Shut up, it's seven. Right, moving on. Well, I'm gonna give your favourite a zero. Why? Anyway, <laughs> moving on to Hulk. <laughs> Dan, do you want to summarise the Hulk? <laughs> Thanks for that one. Appreciate it. Hey, for those who don't know, I have never seen the Hulk. Ah. Uh, so, what's your explanation of the Hulk? Based on nothing and not watching it. Man tries to replicate the Captain America serum. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinks the secret ingredient is gamma radiation. Okay. And it turns him into... You're basing this off Avengers. I am fully basing this off Avengers. <laughs> and then uh, he injects it into himself. And then he he turns into a, a normal screen monster who can't control his rage. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Then You're doing well. Some other things happen in between the film. Uh, another guy tries to copy the Hulk serum and he turns into Abomination. Yep. And uh, then the Hulk versus Abomination at the end. and then. Well, you pretty much nailed the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you give it? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give it a, a nothing. It's not a zero, just a nothing. <laughs> so an unranked. I'll give it an unranked. I'll give it a. I'll give it a pretty average. It's a five. It's not the worst 
Like, it's it's pretty just average. I don't think any Marvel movies are going to score, like, below a five, but I think it's pretty much a five. Fair enough. Uh, Iron Man 2. The yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of Iron Man 2. Oh, we didn't mind it so much the first time I saw it, but... No, I really enjoyed it the first time. Like I said, it was the first one I watched, and that made me go back and watch the first one. I meant the other way around. I enjoyed it more the first time, and I didn't enjoy it much after. My yeah, bad. I know. That's what I said. I watched the fir- yeah. I watched the second one first, then I went and watched the first one again. Well, the, for the first time. And then I enjoyed that one a lot more. Yeah. So yeah I, to basically, sum up, sum up Iron Man 2. Uh, he's dying because of his arc reactor, because he's getting poisoned by it. Uh, he's trying to find a solution. He's reckless and goes back to drinking, or continues drinking and gets really dark into his drinking. Then he goes to Monaco and goes in a car race, gets attacked by a man called Whiplash, whose dad died, uh, who thought Tony Stark's father was a douchebag, uh, and also created the arc reactor prototype, potentially, or he stole it from Howard Tony Stark, Stark yeah. uh, dad. And then he whips a bit, and then Tony Stark is on lockdown. Nick Fury shows up, gives him a suitcase with a bunch of his dad's stuff. Then Coulson's introduced again. Uh, then you get the fact that Natasha Romanoff is in it, Black Widow. Uh, you get the f- bit where he goes to Pepper Potts' uh, office and she has a, a, a bunch of housing plaque things and he realizes that that's the key to fixing his harp, uh, his iron arc reactor. And then uh, Justin Hammer's there in the background stealing War Machine's armor because he took, uh, Rhodey took Iron Man's suit when he was at a party drunk and he pees in a suit. And then he has a great old time shooting big old robots at a convention. To summarize it, he's trying to set up the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, that is more or less the purpose of the film. As well it as, you know, trying job. to do a bunch of other things, but yeah, it's not... Like you said, it's rushed. It's not a, not a finalized film, probably, really. It went into, went into production, like, immediately after Iron Man, after the success. They didn't really want to do it that fast, but they needed to get it out before Avengers. But yeah, I give it a six. Um, I'm not going to give it a six. I'll probably give it a four. I'm giving it a six because it's a pretty good. You're giving it worse than no. A I'm not going to give it a four. I think I'm going to give it a four point five. You should really drop Hulk to a one if you haven't seen it because that's really going to throw off the statistics. Well, no, because so how the statistics work it takes an average of both our scores. So if I give it yeah. a zero, it means it's two point five. Exactly. But I wouldn't say it's two point five. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, uh, four. Dan, summarize four. Um, blonde-haired man is angry, and he is a bit of a douchebag. And he All likes right, to uh, be a rebel, and, and he, at some point, he, he's you know he's a bit of a you know trouble man. He's got bleached eyebrows as well. Uh-huh. And then uh, he goes to the uh, uh, the, the Frost blue frost giant guys, and uh, then that, that's bad. And then Odin rescues, rescues him, strands him on Earth. Meets up with Jane Foster, does a bit of la da da da. Does he have a brother? He has a brother, Loki, who's found out he's adopted, and then he gets a bit pissy. Uh, then he sends his destroyer to Earth. Destroyer to Earth tries to destroy Earth. He likes coffee. Thor likes coffee, throws a coffee mug on the ground. Thor, st- Thor realizes, I'm a really bad person. I try to sacrifice myself, and then just get got his powers back and destroy the destroyer. Introduction to Darcy, who's in WandaVision. Spoilers. Yeah. I mean, is that it? It's a pretty forgettable film, to be honest. I liked it, though. It's not a bad one. It's I'm pretty... not a big fan of the first Thor. I actually, I'm one of the weird people who actually prefer the second Save one. Save it. The first one? Okay. Save it. Save your opinions on that till we get there. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the first Thor, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like it. I'm probably going to give it like a 5.5 or something like that, just because... It's pretty average. It's maybe slightly above average. It's not the best. It's not the worst. I'm going to give it a 5.1. There's some fun scenes in it. It introduces Loki, one of the better villains of the MCU. And he actually gives him like backstory. And it's like, uh, hey, look at that. That is not, interesting. I mean, that, that's not what I meant to do. 5.1. So Thor ends up on a total score of 
Right, Captain America, the first Avenger. Ooh, um, the first prequel of this franchise. Well, not really. Yeah, this first prequel of the franchise. I mean, technically, but it's more of just a set piece. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's not like a... F- eh, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Technically, if you're doing it in order of actual... Eh, no, technically, yeah, it is the first. Eh, whatever. I was going to say Captain Marvel, but Captain Marvel was set in the 90s or 80s. Is it 90s or 80s? Eight, 90s. 80s. Blockbuster. 90s, isn't it? I do not know. <laughs> Dan, Google it whilst I talk about Captain America. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. He's a skinny boy, has a friend called Bucky. Uh, they want to join the army, but 90s. Sick Boy can't. Thank you. Sick Boy can't get into the army. Uh, then he meets a German doctor who says, I can give you steroids, and if you take them, you'll be big, bad baby boy. And then he likes shields. Uh, he has a hot girlfriend. Um, army training, jumps on a grenade. Uh, talks to a man with a red face or a skull. Ooh. And then... <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Um, he, what else does he do? He goes to an army camp to break out Best Friend, who got captured, because Best Friend got into the army before he did. Uh, And he's also an American symbol, because he's not, he's just a gimmick at this point. He's not an actual soldier. Uh, And then he punches some people, and then he crashes a plane into the ocean. In some cold. I'll say once again, it's quite a forgettable film. (laughs) It's pretty good. I uh, think one of it's. I like Haley Atwell. It's got some fun moments. It's not the best. It's probably about the same as the first four, maybe slightly better. I'd probably say like a five points, point 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 nine or something like that. Yeah, it's it definitely just, is better than first Thor. Um, it's not moments. Great. I do like. I do like. I like Hydra in general. Well, I liked it more than in here when it started off. Um, I like the. You know, the fact it has to do with Nazis, you know, I don't know why. I like the fact that they tied it into four by having the, um, like, Tesseract be, like, tied into Greek mythology, uh, no, Norse mythology. I'm yeah. I'm going to get comments for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it has some good moments in it, but I would still say the, the story's a bit flat. It's not, like, you know... It's kind it's of best. inspiring, but it's not... It's Yeah, it's not great. It's not worse, but it's not terrible. I'm going to give yeah. it a 5.4. Right. Yes. So we've gone from the first Avenger to the first Avengers movie. Woohoo! So now that we've recapped the most forgettable films... Ah, bah, 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 10. Iron Man. 10. Not forgettable. 10. No, 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 no. I want about Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, and Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're Those are the most forgettable ones. Iron Man. There's some awful ones. So what are your favourite moments of Avengers? If you have any. Uh, Anything involving Iron Man. Because his introduction where he just is building his tower and it's like, it's beautiful. And then when he gets introduced, because he goes away, and then his introduction again where he just plays his music and he just uh, like uh, hacks the Quinjet just shoots the shit out of Loki, plays music through his speakers again. Then when he fights four, Captain America. Then when he does the turbines, when he calls Captain America nothing but a ta- uh, lab result thing. And then he goes, I am a billionaire, genius, playboy, philanthropist. Uh, the moment where he goes inside the whale thing, the moment where he does pretty much anything... Uh, Dan, what are your favourite moments? Well, I quite like the comedy in this film. Well, I liked it when it first came out anyway. Um, I feel like this film hasn't aged well, particularly. Um, uh, I think I went back and watched it again recently. It's not the... I still don't... I never liked it as much as everyone seems to love it. Like, this is the one that I think is going to cause the most controversy. I do not love this movie. I love moments in this movie. I do not love this movie. I quite like the movie. Um, it's my first, first ever team-up film. I, I do quite like it, um, but like I said, I think Team America World Police. I think I think it's got worse over time. I don't. I think it still stands pretty average to where it was when it came out, at least for me. 
because when I first watched it, I didn't watch it in a big cinema. I watched it on a TV. At yeah, home. I was the same. But when I first watched it, because that was well, I watched Iron Man, and then I watched um, Avengers, and that's the first kind of big film I've ever seen. Like before that, the biggest thing I watched was Dark Knight. Right, a Dark Knight. So, to me, when I first watched it, it blew my mind. But then, coming back when I was older, to when I wasn't like 13 years old, it was like, maybe the comedy wasn't as funny as I thought it was originally. And then maybe the story wasn't as interesting as I thought it was originally. Also, the director is now controversial, so, you know. It's very... <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's watching it through rose-coloured spectacles, and then you go, ooh, and you take them off, and you go, ooh, look at that person behind the camera. But saying that, ooh, I think I do still prefer it to Iron Man. Nope. You're not even slightly. Sh- I like up. the Iron Man moments, but I do not like it more than Iron Man. I will not go back and watch the Avengers continuously. I will go back and watch Iron Man continuously. I won't go back and watch any Marvel film continuously. Mm, I will watch some of them. <laughs> uh, well, you need to watch the first Hulk to be able to go back and watch it continuously. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to form a I team. think I'm going to give it a 8.2. I'm going to give it a six. Actually, no, I'll give it a seven. I don't think it's the best movie. I'm going to give it a seven. Because <laughs> I think it's pretty... It's above average. It's not great. It's not terrible. It's pretty standard across the board. And it does a good job of introducing everyone. It does a lot of balancing, and I like it, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. Moving on. Iron Man 3. Love it. It's a controversial one, but I love it. Uh, I'm not. I don't First hate one I it saw in cinemas. Else. First one I saw in cinemas, uh, and I enjoyed it immensely. I know a lot was... of um, other people hate this film. They only hate it really because of the twist with the Mandarin. Because yeah, they're like, and I'm like, you can't bring that character sort of without it being sort of racist. I know they're doing it in Shang Chi later on in the year. Yeah, but they also set it up so that it was kind of a um. Because there's a one shot where it turns out that he's not a ma- the Mandarin. There's an actual Mandarin who's pissed that he's pretending to be the Mandarin. Right. So, uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, they did a bunch of one shots where they just had like stuff to tie up continuity. Yeah, and they yeah. don't do them anymore, like in the DVD extras and stuff. And so at the end of, uh, I think, I think for the Dark World, they had like a one shot or some one of them where it's. He's in prison. Justin Hammer's there, and it's like, oh, he's pissed at you. And then it's meant to be like a mysterious figure. It's like the Mandarin, because he's pretending to be the Mandarin. Ah, you know. fair enough. Um, yeah, I think there's a, a few good moments in this film, but I think I just didn't enjoy it that much. I like, I love the music in this film. Yeah, I love the I, I, riff. I like Shane Black's um, some of Shane Black's movies. He does good movies, uh, and I thought. I, I just wanted to see more Iron Man suits and I got loads of Iron Man suits and they beat the <laughs> shit out of some people. And I mean, I'm very easily pleased. My scores don't really reflect that, but I am very easy to please. <laughs> um, the simple man. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted... I like I like the comedy. I like a lot of the moments in it. I think it's a good continuation of the Avengers where he's got post-traumatic stress to, and it's just like freaking the fuck out because he's like he's seen the end of the world basically. Yeah. And then it it it's the through line between every other like Avengers movie where he is just dead set on trying. It's the spark that basically makes him a neurotic nightmare for everyone else. And I love it because mm. it's basically a thread line through every other Avengers film. It's the thread line through uh, Age of Ultron. That's why he creates Ultron. It's why he builds a tries to build a suit of armor around the world. And it's just uh, I love I love that's the spark that basically ignited that neuroticness in him. So what score do you want to give it? I'm gonna give it eight point five because I do enjoy it. I don't love it as much as the first one, but I really do enjoy it. It's one of those ones I do go back and watch just because it's a fun set of Christmas, and it's just there's a it's just fun. I just enjoy it. I think I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Oh, nice. Uh, Dan, tell us about the next Thor movie. Thor The Dark World. I actually didn't realise um, this one didn't come out in 2014. I thought it came out... I, I thought it came out in 2014, but it came out in 2013, apparently. 
Well, yeah, it came out the same time as Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man and the Hulk released in the same year. Iron Man 2, 4, and Captain America. Uh, Iron Man and 4. No, Iron Man came out in 2009. Then Captain America. No, 2010 it was. Four. Oh, what, Iron Man 2? Iron Man 2 was 2010. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wait, was it? Yeah. Yeah. That, that oh, yeah, because yeah, Iron Man... No, Hulk and Iron Man was the longest point between Marvel movies. Yeah. Because it was well, a year. Was. <laughs> well, was. And then this is why we're doing it, because Black Widow's been... We're going to get this out before Black Widow, so we don't have to include Black Widow, because that may get pushed <laughs> and pushed and pushed. Um, but yeah, so... Iron Man 2008, Hulk 2008, Iron Man 2 2010, Cap- uh, Captain America and 4 were 2011, Avengers was 2012, Iron Man 3 was 2013, 4 was 2013, The Dark World, uh, Captain America and the Guardians of the Galaxy were 2014, Age of Ultron and Ant-Man were 2015, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange and Guardians were... Uh, uh, Doctor Strange and Ant- uh, Doctor- Captain America Civil War were 2016, Guardians, Spider-Man and 4, Ragnarok 2017, Black Panther, Infinity War, uh, and Ant-Man and the Wasp were 2019. Captain Marvel, Endgame, and Spider-Man were 2019. Yeah, see, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man, whatever. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Infinity War, and Black Panther 2018. Yeah, see, it's 2019. Oh, did I? Oh, my bad. Anyway, for the Dark World. I was like, yeah, we're going to get back onto this? Or we should do, keep do you know how much we don't want to talk about this? Yeah. It's another, um, another great film. One. I, a... I could not. I can only tell you that there's a scene where Loki gets his arm, uh, chops off Thor's arm, but it's a trick. Yeah. And um, the end credit scene where Loki's on, uh, Loki's on the throne. There's a lot of problems with this film. There's a, a few good enjoyable mo- moments. Um, the villain sucks. The villain sucks. It's your favorite Doctor Who. No, he isn't. I don't know which one's your favorite, but that, it's one of the Doctor Who's. Oh, really? David Tennant? Fuck you. You're wrong. Well, I mean, the most common is either Matt Smith or David Tennant. No, nah, it's just David Tennant. No one You're says wrong. Matt Smith. They do. No one says Matt Smith. They do. It's David Tennant. And some people even say Jodie Whittaker. Not us. Eh, whatever. I don't care. Anyway, for the Dark World, talk about it. <laughs> uh, okay, so it sets up another Infinity Stone. I think this is the third Infinity Stone that gets set up. The Ether, which is the reality. Yeah. Um, the red able, one. It's able to alter reality, funny enough. Uh, Jane, Foster, Jane Foster gets it all up inside her. Yeah, it's killing her. Um, they take her back to Asgard. Malekith. Ooh, oh, do you reckon they'll tie this into um, her getting cancer? Because in the comics, she gets cancer, and that's why she becomes four in the comics. And then they're doing uh, Lady Four in the, co- uh, in the new movie for four. Maybe I don't know that just that just popped into my head. Could be, um, very possibly because it was killing her, so maybe it's that kind of happen. On set, whatever you know, it ignited. You never know. I think Endgame yeah. redeemed this film a little bit. Yeah, I but mean, apart from really. that, <laughs> it's not a great film, really. It it made Natalie Portman never want to do another Marvel movie until she got a lead role. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also Taika as well. Yeah, and. She just wants to be Lady Four, which I gave her credit for. That sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so it's done a bit of setting up a little bit. Some of the fights, end fight scene, had some good moments, I suppose. Yeah. But overall, I don't really remember. It's just a bunch of portals, isn't it? Yeah, I say this is another one of quite a forgettable Marvel film. It's probably the last forgettable Marvel film to go through. I think. I like Chris O'Dowd's character. As Natalie Portman's. Oh yeah, of, yeah, the intern, yeah, intern. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, no, that's, no, no. oh, it's, oh, that's her boyfriend, wasn't it? Or going to be a. They're going uh, to date well, with it's her. it's potential boyfriend because she's getting over four, and then four turns back up, and she's all over four again. You know. Yeah. And Chris O'Dowd's just there going, oh, okay, well that was fun. So what score? I can't do you compete give it? with Chris Hemsworth. I'm going to give it a. I'll give it a four and a half. I mean, it's it's. Do I it's think it's bad. better than Iron Man Two? I do think it's better than Iron Man Two, but not by much. Okay, Four point six. Oh, really? Hmm. Funny enough, it, it did not make much difference. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, well, so next you one. Talk about this one. This is my favorite film of Marvel, uh, and I know a lot of people don't love it as much as me. 
Uh, I... No, a lot of people love it. This is like no, but not as top. much. People don't use Rit as the highest. No, a lot of people do. I, I think, don't. <laughs> I think this is the most complete Marvel film for story. I think the story in this film has got like enough sort of enough depth to it, and I don't actually see this film as a superhero film. It's Bes- a spy film. Beside no, the fact, fact, one like, you got Bucky with a metal arm. And I do like that though. Bucky is great in it. I'll give you that. Well, the, the, the amazing thing is, this film's called The Winter Soldier. It doesn't actually focus on The Winter Soldier at all. Like that's not the main character point of the story. He is a side plot of this film. Yeah, it was the name because people can recognize the name from the comics and go. Yeah, they that they just use the names of the comics so that they can make comic book nerds jizz them in their panties, <laughs> and, and you know. They don't. They don't intend to actually like Age of Ultron. He's there for what a couple days. It's not an age. It's just him. It wouldn't be as interesting to call it Ultron and the couple days he takes over. <laughs> you know, or Captain America: Civil. They fight in an airport war. You know, not as interesting a title, Dan. Yeah, but Wait, to summarize Captain America it, and the Winter Soldier. To summarize um, this quickly. Um... It starts off with Cap on a mission to retrieve, well, save hostages. Then Natasha gets some data. On a boat. On and a he boat. jumps out of an aircraft, uh, plane without a parachute. That does happen. It's a cool moment. Um, it, it goes back to Fury. They found out that there's a, something inside of S.H.I.E.L.D. lurking. Later on, it's revealed it's Hydra inside S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, Toby Jones' character, I don't remember his name. He became a supercomputer and was able to predict the future. Um, mm-hmm. and then they were launching Project Insight, which are these massive. Oh, Alam Zola, you meant? It's Alam Zola, is it? Zola. I always get confused between guy. two of them. Alam Zola is the computer. Yeah, it's Alam Zola. Yeah. And then. And then um. Agent Pierce or whatever it is is the other bad guy. Yeah. And then the the whole plot is that they're going to release this helicarrier that's going to kill thousands of people at a time. And they they better predict everyone who's a threat to Hydra and kill him. So and they they do they first time they mentioned Stephen Strange as well, which is a nice little reference tonight. And yeah, that always always confused me because it's set before he's got Doctor Strange powers. So well, that's our the point. Are that's... they just are they just scared of the fact that he's a doctor? No, it's the algorithm. They they, they predict. They they know the future. No, I don't think it predicts the future. No, no, it, no, it... it predicts people's future actions. Like so, the Zola algorithm—they knew everything to do a shield. That—that's how they've been functioning. They know everything. They know. They knew. They know exactly who's going to be a threat to them, and they knew that Stephen Strange was going to become Doctor Strange. Well, only Doctor, but they knew that that was going to happen. So if they killed him before it happened, yeah. Because if you think about the story, how Doctor Strange got his powers, he was. He was like Iron Man in a way, kind of self-obsessed, and then he went in a car accident and damaged his hands. It was quite a normal injury. And if so, I'm assuming that Hydra knew about um, the ancient one and all the powers about that. And then there's a very simple explanation for all of this. Doctor Strange was a dickhead to Alam Zola. (laughs) He he just hates him. (laughs) That's the only reason. That's the simplified version, Dan. Not they can predict the future. Just Doctor Strange was a dickhead, and they wanted him dead. Um, even though it... Because Doctor Strange refused to put Alam Zola back in a body. There we go. Solved it. I think I'm going to give it a 9.5. I do like the moment where it's revealed that Senator Stern is Hydra and he goes and whispers in that dude's ear, Hail Hydra, and it confirms all of the stuff about Iron Man 1 and 2 where he's a dickhead to Iron Man because it's like, boom. I'm going to give it... Uh, it's got Black Widow's worst hair. Uh... <laughs> So right. I'm going to give it a six. No, next ranking, we're going to rank based on Captain America's hair. Captain America's? No, Damn it's, it. Scar- That's Scar- all. It's, it's been a long week, all right? Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow's worst hair. Natasha Romanoff's right. worst, worst hair. So I'm giving it a six. Next one up. I, I, I don't love it. It's not the best. Next one up, Gardens of Galaxy. Uh, enjoyable. Very really enjoyable. Fun. Got a good... I like a lot of the humor in this film. Um, yeah. Got a tree, got a raccoon. I think Groot is the best character in this film. No, I like Rocket. Rocket's great. It's a little raccoon 
who's just a psychopath voiced by Bradley Cooper. I love it. Yeah, we kind of annoyed me in the second one, but we'll talk about it later. Yeah, well, that's not the movie we're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, the first one, um, very good film, really. Yeah, no one expected it to do anything. And then it kind of just became its own thing and everyone loved it. Yeah, it turned the Guardians into household names. And they weren't even serious characters, I don't think. Well, every character who we've talked about has been not a serious that Marvel just turned them into A-listers. They were yeah. all like B, C, D list at the, when they first were. The, like Sony passed up the opportunity to buy all of these because they were like the only one that's going to sell is Spider-Man. <laughs> look, look at how well that turned out. <laughs> it's the same thing with Fox. Fox only bought the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and Daredevil and stuff like that because they tied it. They only bought Daredevil and stuff because it was tied in with the others. So they yeah, like, and they were like, oh, it's going to sell. Then turns out yeah. to make good names you just need to make good films yeah who would have who would have thought yeah <laughs> anyway they're all under uh, marvel now except for spider-man who they'll never give up because it makes them too much money <laughs> yeah is there, is there anything making them money really? anyway god is the galaxy <laughs> <laughs> ah the tangents um i don't think there's much else to say about it it's just kind of a good time film yeah it's basically their version of a star wars film but with marvel um i think i'm gonna give it an 8.3 I'm going to give it an 8. That's not right, what I did right there. Do, 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 do. Right, moving yeah. on. More controversy, because this one seems to be very divisive. Age yeah. of Ultron. Yes, it is. The follow-up to The Avengers. Uh, for me, one of the best films in the catalogue. Also, best cinematic experience, because I went and saw it in an empty theatre. <laughs> Because I went at like the middle of the day on a school day when everyone was at work and everyone was meant to be at school and I just went, watched it and it was an empty theater and it was the best experience I've ever had. <laughs> uh, I think I also... this film has aged well quite well with time. I think it's got better. It's got some great moments. The Hulkbuster fight. Best fight in the entire cinematic universe. Debatable. No, Best. Debatable. Name a better one. Off my top of my head. Name a better fight sequence apart from Hulk and Iron Man. I'm trying to think of another film. I can't remember the film. I'm saying one. Dan, you have all of them in front of you. Yeah, no, I'm trying to remember what they, what they all are. You can't. Because well, I forgot Iron that Man one versus... until you reminded me. Um... He can't I like the Infinity War fight scene. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, yeah, I'll say fine. Infinity War's best one. No. No. <laughs> Iron Man versus Hulk best. I also best like uh, Doctor Strange as well. The, the very last battle. <laughs> the time it's loop. not a fight sequence. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's getting hit a lot. Oh, yeah, might as well be. <laughs> Whatever. Got great moments. Andy Age Serkis of Ultron. Great perform- yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I was continuing and then you cut me. It's been a long week. <laughs> anyway, great fights. Introduces the Scarlet Witch with WandaVision and Quicksilver. I would have loved to top. see the original cut of this film. Yeah, it did get chopped up a bit because they they wanted it. Also, it's very similar to the first one, where it but it does. It a is lot a of blueprint for the most part of the first one. Yeah, but I enjoy it a lot more than the first one because I just like it. It's one I go back to. It's the one that it's got some dumb, stupid stuff where four goes to a pool, but I don't care that much because it's like. Whatever. It introduces the vision. It's got the moment where he lifts up the hammer. They have that little thing where they were having the get together and they're trying to pick up the hammer. That's great. It's got Robert Downey Jr. just eating up scenery going, I built this robot and I don't care. I'm <laughs> great. It's just amazing. I love it. 9.5. Okay. That thing, I think it's a bit high. I'm going to give it an 8. Nah, it's 9.5, mate. 9.5. It's 8. It's a good movie. Okay. It's an eight. <laughs> Next film, Ant-Man. I love this film. I enjoy it. It's a um, fun little movie. It's a heist film. Heist. Yeah. It's got some great characters in it. Um, I love heist films. And I love... Um, oh, what's his name? What? The dude who talks really fast? Yeah. Uh, don't remember his name. I love that guy. He's so good. 
Yes, yes, he is. I love the um, the kind of rambles he Luis. has. Luis. Oh, Luis. Luis is the character's name. I love the uh, rambles he has. Played by Michael Pena. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I love the rambles he has during the um, when he starts introduction of a heist. Like, oh yeah, so I spoke to this guy who's. I love that moment. That's great. Yeah. Um, I love the tank bit as well. Uh, I think mm. the villain's a bit forgettable. Probably one of the worst villains. Not a great story to him. Just what, a bit of a man who shrinks sheep into goop. Yeah, but there's no story like to him. Just, shrinks... just a guy. Is that all right? No, he's the ex-apprentice of Dr. Hank Pym, uh, and then he turns sheep into goop. I'm a bit disappointed that the Hydra thing never went anywhere. I'm sure they'll maybe do it. That they'll make a TV show. Uh, even if it was referenced in Agents of Shield or something, that would have been great. But it wasn't. Also, in uh, going back to Age of Ultron, the beginning bit. Oh no! Wait, no, it's not in this one. Never mind. It's in the Captain America Civil War. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, get to it. I was misremembering. There is a moment in Age America. Anyway, um, yeah. I mean, I said it's quite a good. I I, I enjoy it. I'm. I, I am disappointed though, because I would love to have seen what Edgar Wright did with this film. Because he was originally attached to it, and he's the dude who made all the Shaun of the Dead, uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, yeah, uh, World's End, Baby Driver. I really wanted to see what he would do, but he had creative differences, and he didn't want to make a movie that tied into the rest of it. He wanted to make a standalone thing, and I'm kind of, I get it, but it would have been nice to see his version. <laughs> Edgar Wright, because <laughs> that that Luis shit is his um, contribution. Because a lot of the script they used but they changed some of it. But you can tell the Edgar Wright stuff because he sort of filmed stuff. and then, But the Louis stuff, the comedy is pretty much Edgar Wright all over. Yeah. Know. It's probably but quite yeah. quite quite good comedy. Yeah, I'll give it a six. I'll give it a 6.4. I think it's pretty good. I Not think 6.4 is a bit harsh, you know. It's one of the highest ones I've given. I think I prefer it more than Iron Man 3, so I'm going to give it a 7.8. Captain America Civil War. I'm not a great fan of this film. I love this film. Let me guess, because there's Iron Man in it. No, surprisingly. Oh. I just like it. It's just a fun, solid movie. It's got one of the greatest villains, Baron Zemo. Just a man who's family died and he just wants to destroy the Avengers out of pure spite and I know people are like oh but he's not a big bad guy who punches people who gives a shit he's clever I think the reason why I'm not a great fan of this film is because I didn't go see it straight away and everyone just kind of overhyped it for me because I yeah, didn't see it until like nine months after and at that point oh, everyone was like oh it's the greatest Marvel film of all time and then I watched it I was like yeah <laughs> yeah that's a bad thing to do and I was like, oh. hype is bad. If it, I feel like if I went into that film with no expectations, I would oh. have enjoyed it a hell of a lot more. And yeah. the same thing happened with Deadpool as well. Everyone overhyped Deadpool for me. Uh, nah, Deadpool lives up to the hype. I mean, it's a good film. Deadpool two is better though. Yeah, but we're not ranking. We're ranking Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, uh, Captain America: Civil War. Airport fight sequence that you oh, but probably is actually do. one of the best fight scenes. That's, that's better than Hulkbuster. Nah, Hulkbuster then airport fight sequence. Nah, what were you going to yeah. say when something started up being in Civil War? Oh, at the uh, speaking of because you were saying about plot points that didn't go anywhere at the beginning, they're trying to res- the hydra uh, the crossbones guy is trying to resist like get a biological weapon, and it's from that facility. And I thought that was Hulk's blood. Right, because so that they could, because in the comic books, if uh, General Ross, who's in that movie, uh, is the Red Hulk. Yeah, and I thought that there was going to be a twist where the blood is taken, because the blood doesn't get retrieved. I don't think. No, it gets away because Scarlet Witch blows up a thing and what's not. So I don't know whether or not the blood gets destroyed, but the blood gets away. I think, or it gets back to Scarlet uh, Scarlet Johansson's Black Widow. I can't remember that much. It's been a while since I've seen it. But if that blood gets put back into Hydra or back into S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever, will we see that blood get re- used to make Red Hulk? Maybe. Because we haven't seen anything, and that was a big plot point at the beginning. But it's like it's a biological weapon, but it looks like a vial of blood. So Hulk has had blood stored away. 
because that's how in Hulk, if you haven't watched Hulk, which you haven't, there is like replicated things of Hulk blood. Yeah. So, I mean, as much as this film is called Captain America, I, I really think it's more of an Avengers film. Well, the central point is basically proving Captain America right that they shouldn't have government interference. Yeah, I mean that like, was right, but that's that, that's it's, it's, it, Captain America's story wasn't really anything in here. There's more to the Winter Soldier story. They had a lot of story in there, or Would Iron Man like had a lot more s- story. But the actual story of, of surrounding Captain America was very little. <laughs> the entire plot revolves around Captain America trying to get Bucky to then get him to Sokovia to then fight. Baron Zemo in a home, and then Iron Man. Yeah, it's not gets... about the actual character of Captain America. It's about it is. It's his proving actions. that he's right. It's yeah. more about the actual characters of Winter Soldier and Iron Man. Yeah, but it's also Captain America's steadfastness and how he refuses to bow down or move as a tree would in a river or whatever the fucking metaphor that that lady gives. Anyway, I'm not the biggest fan of this film. I think I love the fight there. battle at the end where it's Captain America versus. Iron Man and Bucky Barnes jumps in, gets his arm blown off. And then it's emotional stakes, and Iron Man gets crushed. Yeah, wow. I'm going to give it an 8.9. I think I'm going to give it a 7.6. I think I genuinely prefer Iron Man over it. That's weird. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'd rather watch Iron Man, yeah. Doctor Strange. Um, pretty good. The Wasn't Iron Man ripoff. <laughs> they have douchebag who learns a lesson via injury and has something crippled in him. Do you know the saying, like saying, all Marvel films are the same? Iron Man and Doctor Strange is probably the only time I agree with that. <laughs> no, every origin story is the same. It's someone who's downtrodden, gets powers, and then gets uplifted. It's Captain Marvel, it's Doctor Strange, it's Captain America, it's Hulk. Captain Marvel was four. Captain Marvel's different. Yeah, Captain, no. Just because she's a woman doesn't make it different. No, it was completely different. No, it wasn't. Just a memory and everything. That's the and she only came, event. She only became Captain Marvel after she realised everything the Creed did to her. Iron Man only became Iron Man at the end, because that's the first time he kills himself Iron Man. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh, okay. I mean, I'm just gonna say they're different stories, but whatever. No, every origin story is the same. It's a hero uprising from their depressedness. Um, I love the anyway, visual Doctor effects Str- in Doctor Strange. Yeah, very. Good. I think this film has got the best visual effects out of any other one. Also, this dude who directed Doctor Strange is now going on to direct the next Spider-Man movie. I think. Is he? Which one isn't? Yeah. What's John? What's left? Part. Yeah, I can't remember if. No, no, wait, John. I think maybe. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure that guy just didn't, just not doing anything anymore. Oh, no, 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 wait, no, yeah, no, wrong. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm stupid. That dude's not back, and the next Doctor Strange is being directed by Tim Burton. Nah, it's fine. I'm stupid. John Watch is doing um, Fantastic Four. There we go. Next Doctor Strange is doing Sam Raimi. So yeah, that's the one, Tim Burton. I don't know. They're all the same. They're all the same. They're just getting Sam Raimi back as he did the first Spider-Man's. He should be good. The at one, two, and three. Well, it's gonna be a. Yeah, I don't know why he's doing Doctor Strange when he could be doing Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man director's doing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, but the Spider-Man director's also doing Fantastic Four, so Sam Raimi could be doing Spider-Man. And then yeah, get, but fantastic- it's going to be Spider Verse, and then like, you can Doctor have Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, um, bald lady, she's great. Tilda Swinton. I know. I just like calling her bald lady. The ancient one. I like. I do actually like a lot of this film. The only thing I'm annoyed about is that it is a direct ripoff of Iron Man, more yeah, so than any of the other ones. It's fun. It's got a twist on the ending. It's it's enjoyable. I do like the um, the time loop thing. I think that's quite a cool, quite an inventive way. I like a lot yeah, of the, the story in this film, to be honest. Yeah, cape's uh, great. And because in my head... Cloak, I mean cloak. I didn't mean cape, I mean cloak, because it's the cloak of levitation. And in my head, because it's exactly the same as Iron Man, I'm give it the exact same score of a 7. I will not be doing that. I will give it also a 7. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I know you don't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it a lot at the start. And I like it more, but not so much that 
I love it. I liked it more-ish than the first one. I don't know. I think maybe because I kind of bummed out on the first one. I like the, I like a lot of the stuff. In, I, I have problems with Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but I think I overall enjoyed it more than the first one. But not by much. Probably like by 1% or like a percentage. Like 0.001%. I think for me, the whole middle bit of the film, when uh, Quill was going around with his father... I found that quite a bit boring. I know a lot of people quite liked it, but I just found it really boring. It depends on whether or not you have a good relationship with your father, whether or not you like the movie. <laughs> you have a perfectly good relationship with your father, so you don't like it because you can't relate. People with a bad relationship to their father relate. Yeah. No, I, suppose, I am the I, exception. I suppose that's what it comes down to. I also, yeah. I'm not a great fan of what they did with Rocket this episode, or the episode, this film. Yeah, but you missed the point. They're making him a douchebag so that they can then go, well, look at me, I'm also a douchebag. You are me. I scared everyone away by being a douchebag because I'm scared of being alone and I don't want to do that. And then at the end, they redeem him. Yeah, but they didn't did they need to add our plot line back in. It wasn't really there in the first film. It was. He was a douchebag in the first film. Yeah, but not, was just... not as bad as in the second one. Yeah, but Dan, you're missing the point. He's getting attached, so he's pushing them away. That's yeah, but I just point. felt I just felt like it was unnecessary. I felt like they didn't need to do that, and I, I would have much preferred it if they did a lot of other things in that film. Nah, it's um, I think I still for Doctor Strange over it. If I'm honest. I'm. I don't know. I'm gonna give it. I'm probably gonna end up giving it less than the first one, just because I think. I even think though I enjoy I'm gonna give it, it a six point seven. I'm gonna give it seven point five. I think 7.5 works. Spider-Man Homecoming. Love it. Oh, me again. I'm not... I wasn't... This whole period of Marvel films, I didn't enjoy a lot. I loved it. It was a great coming-of-age story. Between like, Captain America and probably even Thor Ragnarok at the time, I didn't enjoy Marvel films, apart from Doctor Strange. You are the weirdest person, because those are like the golden age of Marvel movies. Those are the ones I didn't like the most first time I watched it. I like Thor Ragnarok, we'll get off a bit later, but Homecoming... I love it. I'm not a great fan of it. It's a great Spider-Man movie. I, really I know not. people have problems with it because it's Iron Man, and it's like, oh, Spider-Man shouldn't be in The Apprentice to Iron Man, and he shouldn't get the suit from Iron Man, he should build it on his own. And he's, I don't care about any of that. I just, I just wasn't a great fan of the story. Yeah, I loved it. Vulture gets there, gets the house. It's Vulture. Ah, scary. I mean, I like a lot of good. It has got a lot of good, lot of good moments in it, but I just wasn't a great fan of it. I find it a bit lackluster at times. I just thought, I just think, not so much was bad, but I just prefer a lot more of the other Marvel films to it. No, I really enjoyed this one. This one was a lot of fun when I went and saw it. I was, I enjoyed Spider-Man's appearance in Captain America: Civil War. And I was like, ooh, this is a good choice for Spider-Man. I love Tom Holland. And I mean, it's just a... He's just having a great time with it. And there's a lot of fun moments. I like Vulture. I like Ned. I like... I'm not as fussed about the whole MJ situation as a lot of people. I don't give a shit if it's a lady who's black. No, I never do. Her name's Michelle. Like, who cares? It's not Mary Jane. It's Michelle Jones, I think. Yeah. And it's like... Oh, well, that's just the clever way of then you don't, you can also, if she dies, you can also potentially add the blonde white girl. Uh, not blonde. I was going to say blonde Gwen Stacy. Yeah, well, they're all interchangeable. They're just Spider-Man love interests. The only one that's not is like Gwen Stacy because she becomes Spider-Gwen. Yeah. But yeah, it's all right. I love it. (laughs) I'm going to give it an uh, 8.5. Actually, no, 8.7. I'm not giving it that high. I'm trying to think. What do I, I think I prefer more than Doctor Strange. So I prefer more than Guns of the Galaxy Volume 2. But I don't actually prefer more than Doctor Strange. I'm going to give it a 6.9. Really? Huh. Fascinating. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fascinating person. Love it. I love Thank it a lot more now than the first time I watched it. What is wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> like that, that phase. You I just, just hate fun. I think it's because everyone was just overhyping every single film that came out in that period. Apart well, from Doctor Strange, <laughs> they're all like a, they're all like swinging it out of the park, knocking it out of the park, swinging it, swinging, knocking, 
Yeah. Thor hits a hammer, breaks his hammer. Sexy girlfriend, not girlfriend, sexy sister. I like Thor for the comedy, but I'm not a great fan of the story. What, you don't like Garbage Planet? That's a comedy. I like the, I like the comedy, but I'm not a great fan of the story. You don't like Sister Comes Back and is evil and... I think there's not a lot to it. There's like, there's like yeah. five minutes of actual story to it. Yeah, well, you don't need a story if you can make it entertaining. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. I like a good story to it. There is a good story to it. It's evil sister, breaks hammer, banishes, then, you know, gets stuck on a planet with the Hulk, beats up the Hulk. That's a good fight sequence. There's another one, Dan. I know you were struggling. And then, um, battle of the brother and sister and Loki's goodish gets sort of redeemed. Yeah. That doesn't last long. Like I was saying, I, I, like, the, I like the comedy, but I'm not a fan of the story in this one. So I think I'm gonna give it the same as I uh, maybe just slightly less than Homecoming, like a five point uh, eight point six. Um, I think I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven point six as well. As um, Civil War, Black Panther. Now we can't say anything bad about this. <laughs> we're called racist. It's a perfectly good film. <laughs> I love. I like it. I really do like it. I don't love it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I like. I do like the story. I the understand film. the cultural impact of this movie. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. You were great. I loved your performance. You, I loved you in Civil War as well. It's a shame you died. I'm gonna kind of slag on your movie a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> I do like it's above average. It's a Big old B plus. I think the biggest problem for me is just the NCGI. <laughs> yeah, it, it stumbles. It's got great villain. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of like the villain, um, but yeah, it's it's kind of generic, but it's hmm. also it's it's trend setting. I'll give it a lot of credit, but I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I actually think it is a bit. I don't love it. A lot of the other films. I think I'm going to give it eight. It's it's high up there. It is not the number one, which a lot of people seem to think it is. It's not number one. No, 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 no. There's many, many better. If you if it's your number one, credit to you. It's it's fine. Infinity War. Ooh, good. I also did not love this film first time I saw it. I don't understand you. <laughs> I, it was just, it was going through the period of time. It's like, oh. <sighs> God damn. But do you like it now? Is the I question. like it a lot more now because I think there's, there's a lot of um, Easter eggs or little slight things that I missed the first time I watched it. Because I just watched it. Tw- That's the only Marvel film I've seen twice in the cinema. Oh, I watched it six, uh, four times. Fair enough. Endgame was six times. Yeah, I think there was a few things I just didn't realize in the film. I think after watching watching it the first time, they had leave it in my second time experience, which are not you miss- quite good for most Marvel films. I would say, and if, all the first ones, like the the second time you watch it or the second third, it gets progressively worse. Considering it had to do everything, and it managed to do pretty much a lot of it. Yeah, I, I give it a lot of respect, but. I, I don't think it could have been better, really, because because of the amount of characters they had in it. Yeah, it's a great introduction. It does a lot of heavy lifting and balancing. I think I I tend to when it's coming down to these sorts of things because it's technically a part one of a part two. I'm going to combine my score together between the two so whatever i give infinity war i'm going to give to endgame and in order to do that i'm gonna give it a nine so i think these are two separate films really i think they are different enough to have two different films oh i agree but i combine them because so it, I'm... it's it, it's just how i watch it i watch them back to back as one film a five hour period of my life five and a half hour period of my life where i just watched two films back to back I'll so, tell you what I'm going to give it a 9 as well but I'm going to change my Civil War to a 10 not Civil War my um, Winter Soldier to a 10 never mind I'm not I'm going to change it to 
<laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing's fine. Absolutely fine. Ant Man and the Wasp. I love this film. <laughs> it's re- not that great, but I love the film. Ah, it's all right. I liked it. Could you can't remember much about it? <laughs> I, I, never can I. I, I. When I was scrolling through, wondering what Mob movie to watch, I was like, Do you know what? I kind of watch this one again, mainly because I can't remember it. It's probably one of the ones I've watched the least again. Yeah, I think I it mean, is, but at the same time, I really enjoy it. Every time I watch it, I I, enjoy, I have a good experience. Yeah, I wouldn't I'll, say it's bad. I like a lot of the um the shrinking jokes. Yeah, where he gets stuck between phases and he's a small child. That's funny. That's a great one. Um, also I like the when... mints joke, where he's like, "Can I have a mint?" and he's like, "No," and it's like, "Why not?" Because you can't. Mm. And then he just has it a bunch of ants in there that get big. <laughs> I also like the um, uh, the the car, the suitcase in the car. Where you, yeah, you pick that, up the cars that, and they that, go... that felt a bit silly to me, but oh, I was great. It's <laughs> stupid, but brilliant. That's what I like about Iron Man. They're like they just do stupid stuff. I'm like, yeah, right, whatever. Yeah, it's fun. I'll give it credit. It's fun. I'm gonna give it six point five. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a good film. I'm just saying I I enjoy the film. Yeah, I I get where you're coming from. I also enjoy it. I think it's a solid, solid plus um i'm gonna give it a, probably a 7.1 now dan next one you can't say a bad thing about it otherwise you're sexist <laughs> I had you like captain, captain marvel. marvel yeah I, li- I liked it i liked it a lot when i watched it not great it's another origin story weirdly enough i think i actually liked it more first time than watching for ragnarok yeah i'll give you that for the fine. first time but you know um, uh it's all right <laughs> it's a lot of people hate it because they went around saying that she's the strongest Avenger, and yeah, she is. But you don't need to say that because people are going to get very angry at you for saying that. <laughs> I think most people hate men. it. Men, not for the fact what happens in the film, but what happens outside of the film. Yeah, which Brie Larson not doing anything wrong, and people taking everything she says as like admiration that she's right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a you know it's a bit unfair for. First, to judge the film based on what happened outside of the oh, film. Oh, I, I, I won't. I, I just think it's funny. I actually think it was people... actually quite, quite a decent film, really. Yeah, it's on the same level as Doctor Strange. Like, it's a pretty good, solid film. Not bad, not great. Sits pretty well there. Sets, like, has decent de-aging, even though Samuel Jackson is still a 70-plus-year-old man and still runs like a 70-plus-year-old man, and you can tell that he's a 70-plus-year-old man in any of the action sequences he's in, <laughs> even though he's de-aged and looks like a 30- to 40-year-old man. You know? <laughs> I'm going to give it the same as Doctor Strange. I'm going to give it a 7. 7? Ooh, um, It's pretty decent. I'm going to give it a 7 point... 7... 7.1. Give it. Same as Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, that's my one. Fair enough. You already know mine's school for Endgame. It's a nine. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a 9.5, I think. This, I have never had a better experience watching a film Actually, first time than this film. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break convention. I'm going to break my own rule. What's that? 7.5. Because it is the only movie that made me cry. Oh, wow. Yeah. Only one of these movies that's made me cry in a cinema full of hundreds of people. And it's, I think, the second movie I went and saw at midnight. No, third movie. I've seen at midnight. Yeah, in Endgame, I predicted nearly everything that was going to happen, but I still loved it. I just loved the the reveals of everything. I loved the portal scenes. I I knew it was going to happen, but I loved it. The cheeseburger line emotionally destroyed me. (laughs) I... uh, it's uh it hurt it hurt so much to watch that film knowing that this is probably gonna he's probably gonna die infinity war got me close when Thanos stabs him in the chest and you're like fuck are they just gonna kill him and i'm like and then dr strange goes save spare his life and you're like oh shit oh shit and then in game <laughs> you're like oh no he's gonna die he's gonna die yeah. and the, the mo when he looks at the camera and you're like oh fuck he's gonna sacrifice himself to stop it no you fool! I think End- yeah. Endgame's got it's got a really good story. It's got a, a lot of Easter eggs behind it. It's got a lot also, of fun fact. To it. 
the reason I started this podcast was because of Endgame. <laughs> and I just wanted to dump all my thoughts on it. That is it had to do ex- three episodes. I had to build up a channel before, because otherwise it wouldn't have been out on time. You know? <laughs> but yeah, this is the reason why I started a channel. Because I wanted to just gush over this movie. The final film is Spider-Man Far From Home. The only... Well, I... From... Age of Ultron, I'd watched every one of these in cinema. Mm-hmm. And then I went on holiday at the launch of Spider-Man Far From Home and I couldn't watch it <laughs> on day of release. And they're like, damn it. Yeah. And so I had to spend two weeks on holiday, miserable, because I couldn't get back and watch it. And all the spoilers were coming out immediately because <laughs> no one gives a shit. I loved Mysterio's character. I've wanted I it. I, I've seen him before and I've seen what he does. And I was like, I want this in the film. I mean, we got it. I was like, oh, brilliant. Also, Jake H- Gyllenhaal is just charismatic as fuck. Yeah, I really, I really like this film, and I love the um, the callback to Bath technology. Yeah, because uh, it was hinted at in Civil War that it would be brought back, and people thought it was going to be bring, brought back in um, Endgame because the Russo brothers were talking about it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it's going to get brought back at some stage," and then they were like, "Oh, it's just brought back in Far From Home." Yeah. I like the callback that they bring back the dude that gets shouted back at by Abadur Stain in Iron Man 1. Yeah. When he's like, Tony Stark bought, brought, uh, built this in a cave with a box of scraps. And it's that little bald guy that <laughs> he's shouting at. And he's like, well, I'm not Tony Stark. And then it's like, we brought him back because everyone hates Tony Stark. Yeah, I think it's another great film. I think the drones are kind of stupid, but I love the fact that there's just a whole army of drones that Tony Stark entrusts to a 16 year old or however old he is meant to be in those films once again i love this more than the first one like quite a margin i actually still prefer the first i still prefer the first one but i really do enjoy this one i'm gonna give it an 8.5 i'm gonna give it a (laughs) i give i give nothing (laughs) i missed i missed the box i'm gonna give it a 7.5 yeah 7.5 things fair. and ladies and gentlemen we've come to the end well Let's have a look. Starting at the bottom. Dan, do you want to count us down? Uh, yeah, no count us problem. Up. So, the last one is Thor the Dark World. At Who would have guessed? <laughs> at 4.55. Um, Iron Man 2 is at... Oh, no, sorry. 22 is Hulk at 5 points. Uh, 21 yeah. is Iron Man 2 at 5.25. You disagree? Higher. Should be higher. Yeah, but maybe, but nah. Whatever, this is definitive <laughs> rankings. I'll, I'll cave. Uh, 20th is Thor at 5.3. And 19 yeah, is Captain it. America at 5.65. Yep. Uh, 18 is Ant-Man and the Wasp at 6.8. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17, Doctor Strange at 7. Yep. 16, Solid. Captain Marvel at 7.05. Ah, cool. Uh, number 15 is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. At yep, yep. 7.075. <laughs> I had to okay. change some things just to make, you know, so we don't, we don't have any um, same things, mm-hmm. same value. Ant-Man is at 7.1. Uh, Avengers is at 7.6 and 13th. 12th is Black Panther at 7.75. And Ele- then Spider-Man Homecoming is 7.8. 11th place. Uh, yep. Captain America Winter Soldier is 7.95. Oh, it should be higher. Uh, <laughs> no, it shouldn't. Ten is a good position. It's in the top ten, Dan. Be happy. Spider-Man Far From Home, 7.975. Uh, then Iron Man 3 at 8. For Ragnarok at 8.1. Guardians of the Galaxy at 8.15. Captain America Winter uh, Civil War, 8.25. Iron Man, 8.5. Should be higher. Age of Ultron, 8.75. I agree. Infinity War, 9. Agree. Endgame 9.5, agree, but Iron Man should be at number one. At no, 10. it shouldn't. It should. No one says your opinion. I would agree with the top five if it was Iron Man at number 10, at number one with 10. Anyway, that's but, the definitive rankings. Endgame is number one. Well, uh, yeah. I kind of didn't, kind of yeah. expected it to be, let's be honest. <laughs> no, Iron Man should be at the top. Everything else I'd agree with. And maybe Spider-Man slightly further up, but, you know. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. If you disagree, keep it to yourself. 
<laughs> we don't care. No, we do. Post yours in the comments. I'd love to see what other people think. Because it's always fun to watch people lose their mind over this shit. Like, we're just doing this for fun. Because <laughs> it's our 10th episode of this separated, I hope. I may have miscounted, but you never know. Correct me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, top 10. Captain America, Winter Soldier, Spider-Man Far From Home, Iron Man, Thor Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America Civil War, Iron Man, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, Endgame. And yeah, maybe Black Widow will creep up to number one. Who maybe. knows? Maybe. Maybe we'll do TV shows if Dan ever watches any of the Netflix shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I watch some of the Disney shit. You know, <laughs> we, we, might, we might come back to this. We might do a DC version of movies uh, you never know. <laughs> don't get we're not go we're not going to be so positive they're probably going to be sitting around the four rag for the dark world <laughs> no wonder woman's a pretty solid s- seven yeah yeah maybe spoilers <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah well maybe we'll do a ranking of dc when justice league rebirth or yeah. whatever they're gonna call it comes out of the reboot of the same movie that came out two, three years ago. Yeah, four years ago at this point. I don't know. You know. Well, do what the guy at the end says. Bye. Bye. <laughs>